Well, ladies and gents, it is officially Super Bowl week on the Big D Podcast. And to uh, start it off, uh, we are with my friend from the UK. Before I bring him on, please subscribe, like, and share the Swanky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. See all my content this Super Bowl week. Uh, am I leading 49ers or am I leading Chiefs? Also, check out the Big D Podcast for all the audio listeners, Spotify and Apple. So joining us, uh, it could be Super Bowl, Champions League, Euros, or Copa America, but Charlie Mullen is here to um, maybe quiz me on all things Larry Zonka, right, mate? <laughs> Absolutely, Dylan. Hello. Thanks for having me on, and hello to your uh, your viewers. Happy Super Bowl week. Yeah. I can't believe it's Super Bowl week. just seemed like yesterday. We, it seemed like yesterday the season started. I know. I have to admit, um, Sunday night was the best night's sleep I've had since September. Um, obviously, as you know, the time difference over here means that um, the second game um, doesn't finish until 12, half 12, depending on how long the game goes on. So, uh, yeah, I had a great night's sleep and I'm preparing myself for a dismal night's sleep on Sunday night after the Super Bowl. But hey... Um, we're looking forward to a great game, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you imagine you imagine the Dolphins playing those Sunday night games. Week eighteen must have been must have been really fun for you, right? Yeah. Can we not talk about the Dolphins, please? <laughs> At least you guys got to the playoffs. Unlike my team, I don't know what happened. But what's what's the point in getting to the the playoffs and not performing to your to your capabilities? You know. Um, just quickly on the Dolphins, um, just when we were, in, you know, against the Chiefs, we were running the ball very well, and then we abandoned the run. And um, the Baltimore Ravens must have been watching that, thinking, yeah, that's a great game plan, because they did exactly the same against the Chiefs. They abandoned the run, six rushes by the running backs, and, um, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And uh, after the ball dropped back 40 times when Kansas City gave up, what, 182 yards to the Bills? Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think we have a lot of work to do. And, you know, looking at the caliber of the two teams in Super Bowl 58 on Sunday um, just shows you how far Miami are from being anywhere near contenders. At the start of the season, you know, a few of my friends were saying about the Dolphins, you must be excited and stuff. And obviously the concern was whether Tua would stay fit and healthy. Fair play to him. Yes, he did. However, I just feel it's a wasted season with all the talent around him this year. Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mustard, um, um, Devon Achan, Achan, you know. Um, I know the injuries to the defensive players didn't help later in the season, but um, maybe next year will be uh, the Dolphin season. But, you know, I've been saying that for 30, 35 years. Uh, so... You know. Actually, next year will be 40 years since Miami's last Super Bowl. All right, all right, don't rub it in. Um, you know, when, when I was when I was 15 years old, Dylan, I bought my. I was lucky enough to live in a little town in Northern Ireland, which actually sold the Super Bowl program for the game. And every year since then, I've bought a Super Bowl program. Um, just once, just once. I'd like my dolphins to be 
in one of these Super Bowl programs that I order every year, that I buy every year. <laughs> well, do you have a favorite? Well, okay, now we're getting on collectives items today. Oh my goodness. Hey, hey that's them. There you go. That would be Super Bowl 57. So that would have been Chiefs Eagles last year. That's last year. Yep. You have a favorite Super Bowl memory in there. And that's the first one there that I started collecting. Super Bowl 21. So that would be 20, 21. Giants. 21. Super Bowl 21. Broncos Giants. Correct. Yep. Um, God, they're heavy to lift. <laughs> uh, my favorite Super Bowl moment. Um, do you know the, the the sad thing about watching the Super Bowl in the UK is, pardon me, the sad thing about watching the Super Bowl in the UK is that once the game finishes, you go straight back to sleep, and you often forget. What's happened in the game? You know the results and stuff. And, and when you wake up the next morning, you know that um, oh, the Chiefs won last night or whatever, but you never really sort of revisit the game itself. Um, let me have a think. Uh, I've got all the Super Bowls here. Um, certainly the, the first one that I can remember is the Bears <clears throat> beating the Patriots, beating, beating them up big time. The Fridge scoring the, uh, the touchdown. Walter Payton not getting a rushing touchdown getting pissed off with uh, Mike Ditka um, for not being given the ball more often for him, you know, close to the end zone to score the touchdown that he would have, his career needed. Little did we know that would be the only time that the Bears, Walter Payton in particular, would would get to the Super Bowl. So that would be one. Um, let me see. Obviously, the, uh, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills four games. Um, wow. Wide right. Um... I was obviously being a Dolphins fan. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the Buffalo Bills, but I'm not one of these supporters who wishes ill on their uh, on their rivals in the division. But the way that happened, missing that field goal, Scott Norwood, um, yeah, just very very disappointing from their point of view. Um, another standout moment would obviously be the Philadelphia. They're the ones that um, they've been in. Obviously, the Philly special, but I go back to um, Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson. Uh, no, sorry, it wasn't Chad Johnson, was it? Um, yeah, it was. No, sorry, sorry, start this again. Um, yeah, one of my the memory that stands out strongly in my mind is um, oh, uh, Randy Moss, was it, who broke his leg and re returned returned in time. Um, within five or six weeks, wasn't it? <coughs> I think it was Terrell Owens. Oh, fact. Terrell Owens, that's it. Yeah, they, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Terrell Owens, yeah. Sorry. Well, don't don't put that in. Um, but Terrell Owens um, coming back from a broken leg um, to play in the Super Bowl, but not only just play in the Super Bowl, but also have a great game. Um, that, that's another memory that I have. Um I tend not to remember the New England Patriots ones because, you know, I think everybody's bored of seeing the Patriots win the Super Bowl as often as they did. But, um, yeah, there's a few there that I certainly spring to mind. Um, what's your favourite memory? 
I thought you would have mentioned Super Bowl 42 because if not for David Tyree's helmet test, the New England Patriots might have won up the Miami Dolphins. Well, yep. Yep, true. Um, I have to say that um, 2007, when the Giants did win the Super Bowl, um, I actually saw them play that season when they played in London against the Dolphins, first NFL London game. And um, they still remain the only team to play in London to go on and win the Super Bowl in the same season. So, uh, yeah, we were fortunate. Those who were there at Wembley that wet Sunday night to watch the first NFL London game, we um, got to see the future Super Bowl champions that year. You got to see a Manning play. Yes, I did. And um, he scored a rushing touchdown, which uh, is itself is a bit of a rarity. Um, he outpaced Jason Taylor into the corner of the end zone. Um, I think Eli Manning still gets uh, ripped about that for being so slow. Um, but hey, they won 17-10. So uh, yeah, not a great night to be a Dolphins fan. But hey, we're used to them. Hey, one time, one time, go look this up on YouTube. I saw Peyton Manning bootleg and fool the whole entire Dallas Cowboy defense and scored standing up like it was one of the greatest bootleg plays I've ever seen. It would make Kyle Shanahan look like he's Joe Montana. Yeah, I do. I think I remember that one Um, because Peyton wasn't known for his running, was he? No. Especially at that point of his going. And and no Cowboy defender was within five yards of him or ten yards of Peyton. No. No, fair play for him. What do you think's the best Super Bowl game you can remember? It's got to be the um, Eagles, Patriots, Philly Special. It's a high-scoring game, to and fro, loads of lead changes. Um, what I liked about it most was the New England Patriots tried that Philly Special play earlier in the game. Um, a pass to Tom Brady, it didn't work. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, the Eagles had the cheek to play to run that play themselves or something similar. And uh, you know, it's gone down in folklore. Um, Nick Foles, backup quarterback, leading the Eagles to um, Super Bowl glory. And um, yeah, I think that's got to be one of the best. Um, I do like defensive games, but not in the Super Bowl. The Patriots, Rams is one of the worst that I've seen. Um, so, yeah, now let's just hope that um, somebody's game is another close one. Uh, the last two have been decided by three points. So if that's the trend that continues, then I think we're in for a very good game. Um, certainly both offences can put a few points on the board. So uh, looking forward to it. Well, you won close Super Bowl, so you can't get any closer than Super Bowl twenty five. Bills, Giants, 20-19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. not just how great that game was, but how but how emotional the game was with the golf wall, Whitney Houston singing the national anthem, and then and then Bills coming out early, Jeff Hostadler somehow avoids giving up giving up seven, only gives up two, and then Ernest Anderson dominating the game with two long drives, keeping the Bills off the field. And Scott Norwood has got a chance to be a hero of the GOAT. 
Unfortunately for Bill's Mafia, he became the GOAT, but not Tom Brady. No, I'm not the good GOAT. Um, you know, um, field goals missed wide right has come back to haunt the Buffalo Bills this year as well, hasn't it, in the playoffs? Yeah. That was the second time, wide right. So, yeah. Um, so, do you want a question then, do you? Um. Not yet, not yet. I'm not yet. Okay. okay. Uh, talk about these teams. With uh, San Francisco, I mean, 49ers were here four years ago in Miami. Brock, Brock Purdy, I mean, I mean, I can't believe Brock Purdy is in the Super Bowl. I mean, Mr. Irrelevant could become the third San Francisco quarterback to win a Super Bowl. The other two you might have heard of, Joe Montana and Steve Young. Kyle Shannon has done everything in the game, whether it be an OC or a head coach. But there's one thing Kyle Shannon's missing on his resume. A Super Bowl ring. Yes. Um, he'd be the um, first, well, he and his dad would be the first father and son, wouldn't they, to win a Super Bowl as head coaches, which uh, is quite special. Um, so, yeah. Um Listen, the San Francisco 49ers are going to have to play at an extremely high level if they are to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Kansas City, it's almost like the um, Andy Reid Invitational to the Super Bowl in the last few years. Um, I know that was a joke made for the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead, but you know they, they always find a way to, well, they seem to always find a way to get to the Super Bowl. They know what it takes to win it. They know what it takes to lose it. So they've got something to... Sort of the 49 they lost one a few years back. We know that. But there's not many players on that roster that still have those scars. Um, the Chiefs, they know how to win the big games. They just know. When their backs are against the wall, um, they've got a, a knack of just pulling off a play, whether it's a Patrick Mahomes run down the touchline, sideline, whether it's a scrambled pass to Travis Kelsey. Um, they always find a way. They always find a way to, to win. Um, you mentioned Kyle Shanahan earlier. <clears throat> Obviously, he has scars from previous Super Bowls, none, none more so than being um, part of the Atlanta Falcons, and we all know about that, 23 up, 28-3 up, I should say, and losing. Um, so... I think the key to this game for the 49ers is to start fast, to get ahead on the scoreboard. They fell behind to the Green Bay Packers. It was only a field goal, and they came back and they won that. But more worryingly was um, falling 14-0 behind to the Lions. Um, and they were helped by Dan Campbell. The 49ers were helped, in my opinion, by Dan Campbell not going for a field goal on two occasions. Um, rather than being Mr. Yeah, I'm going for it and fourth down. It becomes too predictable. Um, San Francisco, they knew that he was going to go for it on fourth down. So that sort of motivates the defense to stop the offense. And that's exactly what they did. Two fourth down plays. San Francisco stopped the Lions and they end up winning by three points. Um, listen, if the 49ers fall behind to the Chiefs early on, there's no way that um, Andy Reid is going to go for it on fourth down. He'll take every point available to extend that lead and push the 49ers out of out of reach. 
So this is going to be a massive game for the San Francisco 49ers. Like I said, if they get off to a fast start, then they've got a great chance of going on to win it. If they fall behind, you don't want to fall behind to this Kansas City Chiefs team. They are just so dangerous. Once they get their noses in front, they're very difficult to, to wheel back. And even if we saw four years ago in the previous Super Bowl between these two teams, even if San Francisco are leading by 10 points in the fourth quarter, those people who were still involved with the 49ers back then are going to go, oh, we had this lead against the Chiefs four years ago. How do we stop it from happening again? You know? <laughs> You can't, you can't stop those feelings and those memories creeping into your mind. Um, so, whatever, whatever the score is, do not write the Chiefs off. Is is my advice. But um, there's certainly, there's one thing that I'm looking forward to this weekend. We haven't seen too many quirky plays from the Chiefs all season. Now I know they've had to sort of come from, you know, they've had to fight. To um, to win games, and the flair hasn't been there, especially scoring touchdowns. You know their their touchdown quantity is way down on last season, so they haven't been in commanding positions where they can do the little ring a ring a rose and you know that rose bowl play from nineteen twenty three or whatever. <laughs> but I'm 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 thinking Andy Reid will have some sort of trick play up his sleeve for Sunday. And um, just when you're not expecting it, um, it'll keep us on our toes. And they always do. They always have something up their sleeve to um, to keep us to keep the opposition on their um, on their toes. But Patrick Mahomes, um, well, I can't say anything that hasn't been said already about Patrick Mahomes. He's just a special, special player. Um, he's never beaten. He knows how to convert a first down. Um, you know, sorry, convert a third or a fourth down for a first down. He's, he's just a magician. He pulls tricks out of his, his hat. Um, he is the X factor in this, and that's not putting my neck on the line by saying that. Um, I think everybody would agree with that. But um, if he has a, a bad day, then San Francisco have a great chance. Is Brock Purdy good enough? Is Brock Purdy good enough to win a Super Bowl? Because you look at his playoff games, home playoff games against Green Bay and Detroit, two lousy defenses. Brock Purdy's not played well until the end, and now he's going up against, if not the best defense, Baltimore's got some say in it, but a top two or three defense. Defense is Brock Purdy good enough? Good enough to win a Super Bowl because San Francisco roster's lower. I mean. Christian McCaffrey's the top five running back. George Kittle's and the best block and tie in the league. Trent Williams, a Hall of Fame tackle. Debo's Mr. Do Everything. Brandon Ayuk runs the deep pass. And Nick Bosa Nick Bost is a top two or three edge watcher. And Fred Warren is probably the best middle back on football. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned Bosa and Warner. Um how many points did the 49ers concede in their two playoff games? 52, Dylan. 52 in two playoff games. That's that's a concern for me. That's a massive concern for me. As you said, you know, Green Bay Packers and Detroit. You know, that, that's a massive red light for me. Um, so, and, you know, the Packers and the Lions, all due respect to them, they're not as good as the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, so 
they've had two weeks to sort out, to iron out the problems defensively, and uh, we shall see whether or not they have come up with a plan to stop teams from scoring. But scoring 52 points, sorry, conceding 52 points in two playoff games um, is a concern. Now, you asked me about Brock Purdy. Is he good enough to win a Super Bowl? Um, well, we'll find out on Sunday night. But honestly, no, I don't think so. Yeah, because, I mean, but if Brock Purdy plays well in the 49ers win, Mr. Rolovich is going to be a Super Bowl champ. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. And um, it's worked out well wearing number 13, just as it did with Kurt Warner. Um, not so much Dan Marino, but we'll we'll move on. But, um, yeah, number 13, an unlucky number. But, you know, he's looking to be the second quarterback to uh, to win the Super Bowl wearing number 13. Um, one thing that I will say about Brock Purdy, um, if he's not having the best game throwing the ball, as we saw in the last game against the Lions, he is capable of taking off and um, converting uh, third, fourth down um, with a lengthy run. I think he rushed, he rushed for 50-odd yards, 40-odd yards. So um, that's something that is a part of his game that the um, Kansas City Chiefs have to be aware of. Um, so, yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Um, I think the Chiefs will know how to unsettle uh, Brock Purdy early on. And um, listen, if he is struggling to throw the ball, then all he has to do is just hand the ball off to uh, Christian McCaffrey or, you know, do a reverse with um, Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk or something like that. You know, he doesn't have to win this Super Bowl by throwing for 350 yards and four touchdowns. He can win this Super Bowl by throwing for 150, no touchdowns, and just handing the ball off to the running backs and let them run for 200-odd yards as a group. So it's not down to Brock Purdy single-handedly to, um, to win this Super Bowl for him. If he, can, if he can avoid throwing interceptions or turning the ball over, then that's obviously the turnover battle is massive in any game. But, you know, in a Super Bowl... Um, yeah, you have to limit every, you have to limit mistakes. You don't want to be uh, giving the opportunity for the opposition to steal a possession because this game, like the last two Super Bowls, could come down to who has the ball last. But if you steal a possession and you can get two scores up, it's going to be difficult for either team possibly to come back later in the game. And Brock Purdy's thrown a lot of picks me through four against the Ravens, through, I think he threw one against the Lions. I'm not sure you can get away with a couple against Mahomes and company. No, no. Um, and, you know, we, we've spoken about Mahomes' experience. I don't know how many interceptions Mahomes has thrown in Super Bowls, but um, <clears throat> he he looks after the ball very well generally. So if he will not... turn over all the plays in the, play, in the last couple of games. Say that again, sorry? Mahomes has not thrown the turnover... Won't he play in his last couple of games on the road in Buffalo, on the road in Baltimore? Well, uh, that that says a lot, doesn't it? Especially on the road in Baltimore. Well, I, both places, the very hostile places to go to. Um, the decibel levels are very high. Um, you know, the, the snap count, you have to, um, you know, improvise on that. Um, so, yeah, the fact that he didn't throw any interceptions in those two games is testament once again to the talent that he has. And for the Chiefs, I mean, 
This feels like this feels like it, Kansas City should just be in the Super Bowl every year. Kansas City's fourth Super Bowl in five years. Mahomes is the first quarterback to start four Super Bowls before the age, before turning thirty years old. Not bad, right? That's pretty good. And are but are people tired of seeing Mahomes and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Or are they tired because we have to? Or are they tired because we have to hear all this Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift saga? I was hoping we would get through this podcast without the the TS being mentioned. Um, yeah. But listen, listen, I'm against people saying on oh, board of the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl year after year. Okay. I know I made a joke about it earlier about the Patriots, but the Patriots were good. They were well-organized and well-run club, and so are the Chiefs. Now, it's up to everybody else to stop them, and nobody can stop them. So I'm not bored of saying them. They deserve to be there. They're the best team in football right now, and they will be for the next few years, as long as Andy Reid is head coach and Patrick Mahomes is fit and hungry. Those two can go on and win several um, Super Bowls. Um, however, you know, um, Andy Reid is getting older now. Well, everybody's getting older, but you know what I mean. Um, how much longer will Andy Reid be persuaded to go on? Could he go out after this? It would be a great way to go out, but um, I'm not bored of saying them because <sighs> what's not to like about the Chiefs? What's not like Patrick Mahomes is the most talented player we have seen since Tom Brady. Probably more talented than Tom Brady. There you go. There's a line for you. Um, Andy Reid, one of the best coaches we have seen of his generation because he took the Eagles to five NFC Conference Championship games. He's gone over to the Chiefs and he's done exactly the same thing and he's gone on to win a couple of Super Bowls with them now as well. Uh, fourth Super Bowl in five years. Andy Reid is one of the best coaches, and he's a nice guy as well, and so is Patrick Mahomes. And Travis Kelsey is a character. I like saying that. I like George Kittle. He's a good character as well. So there's nothing about the Chiefs that you really think, ah, oh, I can't stand them because of this, 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 or this. They're, they're, they're a nice team. They are a nice team, and I just wish that Miami could sort of take a leaf out of their book and come up with a game plan or a, bl a blueprint for success because they are the team that everybody in the NFL has to somehow replicate. Um, so, no, I'm not bored of seeing them. Andy Reid is a very creative coach. Like I said, we, you know, in the past few seasons, he's come up with um, quirky plays, shall we say. He, he allows the players input when he's putting the game plan together. You know, look at Wasp against the 49ers four years ago. He allowed Patrick Mahomes to run that play, you know, to Tyreek Hill. Um, so that's what you want in a coach. Um, so, no, I, I'm not I'm not sick of seeing them. Um, I just, you know, it's up to everybody else to stop them. You know what? You know what? Sometimes you see dominant teams run sports. I mean nobody I mean nobody was sick of watching the Lakers play in the eighties with Magic, Kareem and Warby. Wow. Nobody was sick of seeing the um 49ers run football with Montana with Watch Montana and Rice on the nineties with MJ and Pippen. I mean the Patriots dominated the first decade and a half. This is Kansas City's top. You mm -hmm. get the best coach, best quarterback, guess what? 
You might not have the fast best wide receiving pool, but if you got fifteen if you got fifteen in the old mustache coaching, mm-hmm. you're gonna do just fine. Correct. And to throw it into soccer as well, Dylan, nobody was bored of watching Brazil play, you know, when they dominated uh, World Cups, etc. And it was before both our times, you know, 58, 62 and 70. So, it's, you know, looking back at all those footages, you know, they were a great team. They deserved to dominate football, soccer back in that era. So if you're good and you dominate the sport, it's usually enjoyable to watch unless, you know, you really hate that team but you know i don't and i appreciate good nfl football so um yeah i enjoy watching them there are there are a number of teams that um you know i would easily you know turn the tv off and go to bed at maybe half 11 12 o'clock on a sunday night but if the chiefs are playing i'll step and watch the end of the game because um they're they're exciting to watch so I hope this weekend's game as well. Sunday night's game is um, is right up there with the best of them. All right. So uh, you know I am the trivia savant. You know I want the, I want some juicy trivia questions regarding the Super Bowl. And I know you have some, mate. So what do you have? I do indeed. Okay. <clears throat> I'll give you a, an easy one to start with. You, you, I think you'll know this. Three players have won a Super Bowl as a player and then as a head coach. Name them. Wait, three players have won a Super Bowl. Uh, how, how far back do I have to go? A long way back. Uh, well, wait. John Mann wasn't one of them, right? No. I'm thinking coaches who've won. Wait. Coaches who've. Wait, what's the question again? Three players have won the Super Bowl as both a player and as a head coach. Okay. Now I'm thinking. Mm. You've got me. You've got me thinking now. Good. That's the whole point, isn't it? You better not be googling it. Uh, Gary Kubiak. He won. Oh wait, he was. Oh, he was a an assistant coach. It, the, it wasn't a head coach. A winning head coach. He was, well, he wasn't a winning quarterback either with the Broncos. No. How far back do I have to go? Seventies, eighties. Well, you have to think that. Yeah, seventies. They're not, they're not all from the 70s, but the first one would be, and the second one. Oh. You've got me. You, you, you've got me. Who was the, well, who was the team that this said that this coach beat? 
Um, well, one of the players, stroke coach, head coach, um, we've mentioned his team already. It couldn't have been. Uh, it couldn't be. Uh, Bill Walsh? Bill Walsh? No. Got me thinking. Bill Cowell? No. Okay, tell me one of them. Um, he played for the Chiefs. And then he went on to coach. Len Dawson? Nope. He then went on to coach a division rival to Super Bowl glory. Uh, Tom Flores? Correct. That's one. I, th I thought Tom I knew one of those Raider coaches was one. Okay, now who's... Now, how far back do I go with the other ones? Um... Well, obviously, you know, there was a time when he was a player, and then there was a lengthy period before he became head coach. But... If you were paying attention to what I was saying in this uh, podcast, um, we've spoken at length about his team. Andy, and Andy and Reid? No. <laughs> I think I'd be cheating, right? <laughs> Does he still coach? Wait, no. No. None of them. None of them are still coaching oh. that. Ditka. Oh. Ditka. Pardon? Mike Ditka. Correct. Yep. Cowboys and Bears. Correct. Yep. One more. And he's still involved in football today. That doesn't help. That doesn't help. <laughs> Hmm. Trying to think of like old players who've won Super Bowls and then became head coaches. Oh, to uh, Tony Dungy. Correct. Correct. Well done. I don't know how I got that one. Wow. That actually was harder than I thought it was going to be. I didn't think you'd, you know, um, struggle with that one. That's. Yeah. Um, another one that I had. <clears throat> How many times in the history of the Super Bowl has the first play been a defensive or special teams play? Well, Devin had. Well, Devin had. Uh, Devin has to kick off for terrible. Oh, I mean, sorry. Um. Ah, right. No. Um. How many times has the first score been a defensive score? Just only, you know, no special teams. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seattle safety when the uh, when Mayor snapped the ball ten feet over Peyton Manning's head. Yep. 
And then, hmm. You can now apply. But the Rams would have kicked the field goal in Super Bowl 36 before New England got the pick six. Yeah. No, because that would have been. Now you've really now you've got me thinking. Hmm. How how many how many times how many times? Well, that's that that was the question. How many times has the first play in a Super Bowl been a defensive play? I mean, I, I guess it'd be Seattle or Denver. How many more times? So you're you're giving up then? Yes. Four. Oh gosh. Super Bowl nine. Oh gosh, that that game. Which was? That would be Pittsburgh, Minnesota. Let me guess. Somebody killed Fran Talkington. Correct. Yeah. And was Super Bowl fifty one of them? Hold on. Uh, Super Bowl 18. Oh, somebody killed Joe Dyson. Well, actually, I think it was, I think it was a pick six. I think it was a pick six. No, it was, uh, I guess it was, uh, it's a fumble recovery in the end zone. Not good. No. Uh, and then we're going nearer to um, modern day. Um, let me see. Super Bowl 50? No, 46. Oh, yeah, because that I think that was the game when New England was called for holding in the end zone. Intentional grinding. Yep. Oh, grounding in the end zone. I'm like... Um, 46. Yeah, that was Giants-Patriots, wasn't it? In Indianapolis. Yes. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Tom Brady, intentional grinding in the end zone. The only time I've... <laughs> How does that happen to the goat? He gets an intentional grounding to stop the game. Well, you can also say how come he doesn't know what down it is when he's going like, is it not fourth down now when it's... <laughs> <laughs> and the most recent one, as you said, Seattle. No Sean Moreno tackled in the end zone. I'm like the I'm like that game's over. I'm watching that Seattle Denver game. A bunch of firefighters, and I'm like, this game's over. I'm like, Seattle's gonna destroy Denver. Hmm. Yep. Okay, so, what else do you have? Well, that, that's that's it. That's it. Like oh. I said, I've got, I've got loads. I've done so much research for the Super Bowl. But um, you'll have to uh, read it online at gambling.com. Okay. All right. So, in, the, in the next few days, I'll send you a link to it. So uh, yeah. I have actually done a quiz uh, for work. So... Let me know how you get on with that. It's just 10 questions. Um, some are very easy. 
for a man of your knowledge. Others might be a little trickier. Oh. When, you it, when you do it, no Googling, no cheating. Ultimately, who wins the Super Bowl? Does Brock Purdy, do Brock Purdy and the Niners get revenge from Super Bowl 54? Or does Patton Mahomes get his third Super Bowl ring in five years? I'm going to say... Um, it's head over heart. Um, I really don't like the 49ers for what they did to Miami back in 1984, stroke 85. Um, I'm still holding a grudge for that. So um, I would like Kansas City to win. But if I tip San Francisco to win, I don't really want them to. So by tipping them and they do win and I don't want them to, then I look smart. So I'm going to say the San Francisco 49ers, but I don't want them to. And I don't think, I don't think they will, but... You put in the reverse jinx on the Niners, right? Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the hope. That's the hope. I'll make this easy for you. Kansas City, 22, San Francisco, 15. Right. One thing I will say, how are the Kansas City Chiefs underdogs, by the way? When Pat, when Pat, when the Chiefs have been here before, Pat Mahomes the best quarterback in the world. I mean, that doesn't make sense. No. So, I think there's money to be made in this. I'm not, I'm not encouraging gambling to the people who are watching this. But if you are of the gambling persuasion, there is definitely some value to be made. Um, you could, you could make money even if the Chiefs lose. Gambling, gambling. I just read where there's $23.1 billion expected to be wagered on this game. I'd say it's probably higher than that. Especially, yeah, especially with the Super Bowl in Vegas, right? Exactly. And more and more states are opening up their um, online gambling, online betting sites. So, yeah, I would say it's probably higher than that. Um. Leads me into my last question. You know, sports has become big. I mean, we know the 2026 World Cup final is going to be at MetLife Stadium. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to open their 2024 campaign mm -hmm. in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Mm -hmm. At the uh, Corinthians Arena. Yep. Arena. We've, they've been NFL games in England and Germany. It could be... It could be my last question to you is: Do you think London could? Do you think London could host a Super Bowl? I think it could, but I don't think it should. I think the NFL is an American sport, and it would be very unfair to take it away from the American public, who it's their sport after all. I wouldn't want the FA Cup final, for instance, being played in New York or Brazil or anywhere else. It's the FA Cup final is an English final, which should be played in England. Um, I Listen, I love the NFL London games, don't get me wrong. Um, and it's great that the NFL is opening its doors um, to playing in different countries. But if I was a fan of one of the teams who had to give up a home game for it to be played in England or Germany or Brazil or Mexico, 
I wouldn't be best pleased. Um, but that's the way that Roger Goodell wants the sport to grow. And us in the UK are delighted to be able to watch these you know, these matches in person. Um, it's something we never thought we could see. But I don't think it would be right for the Super Bowl to be played in England. I think it's the biggest sporting occasion in American sport because it's the only one played a one-off game. Uh, the others are a best of seven. So, <clears throat> no, keep it in America. Um, if you start playing around with it and moving it away from American shores, then I think it loses a bit of its credibility. I'd love to see it in, in London, but I don't think it should. I think it's a sacra... It's, it's sacrosanct, isn't it, to be played in America? I wouldn't. I wouldn't move it. Interesting, because I mean, who knows? I mean, we know the last next few Super Bowls are in New Orleans, Santa Clara, L.A. Maybe Super Bowl sixty something could be in the uh, U.K. Whether it be at Wembley or quite possibly Tottenham, but you obviously don't want. You'd rather be in Miami. Well, yeah, I think it's if, if for UK fans, um, it's more of a trip, isn't it? It's more of a uh, trip of a lifetime to go to America to watch the Super Bowl. It kind of takes away from the specialness of the Super Bowl if it was played at Wembley or Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. You know, um, I, 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 can't, I can't see it. I mean, you look at... The TV programs on at the moment. You've got um, all the media that are covering it from Monday through to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's that's a lot of people who will need. You know, it's a very expensive escapade if you move it to 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 um, London or another country. Um, I think it deserves to be kept in America. And one day I hope to get there, but I don't think it would feel the same if it was in in London. I just, it's that's that's just my opinion. I think it's something that should remain in America. All right, Charlie. So thanks for hopping on. Uh, which which everything? Well, I I was impressed with the trivia questions today. I didn't I didn't see them coming out of left field and. Uh, Maybe this time next year we'll talk in uh, Miami Dolphins in New Orleans. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. But, you know, we <laughs> sport is all about hope, isn't it? We hope to have a good season. We hope to make the playoffs. We hope to get to the Super Bowl. We hope to win the Super Bowl. Um, so I think there's a lot of hoping to do between now and Miami getting to the Super Bowl and perhaps even winning it. So... Um, yeah, we just need to get rid of these pesky Chiefs and 49ers. <laughs> yeah, and then have a Dolphin-Jags AFC Championship game to decide everything. That would be nice. That would be good. <laughs>